Ryan Curl and Jenna Robinson. This is the MMA on show. Oh, that's probably oh, fair. Oh. He shot it like straight at him. Right. He they hit the shit out of it, to be fair. He kicked the shit out of that ball. He though. really did. Did the, <laughs> the fucking think it was going in a different direction, though? It was probably swerving and shit, is my guess. And he just oh, like. You see fucking the calves on Jack He Grealish? hit it into the goal. Nigga kicked the leather off that bitch, bro. <clears throat> He's got big legs, bro. Big legs. You know what else got big legs? This new MMA promotion. <laughs> that was whack. I like this. That was whack as fuck. No, it was perfect. Uh, welcome to the <laughs> MMA Unshow. <clears throat> We're getting straight into it. Uh, I clicked on the inbox instead of the notes. It's not what I wanted. Um, so <clears throat> one thing that I had for us to talk about last week when I was sick was uh, the Holyfield Belfort uh, Silva Ortiz thing. I kind of don't care now is the thing. <laughs> Dude, Anderson punched the shit out of that nigga dog. <laughs> he really did. I, I get that memory for the rest of my life. I'm yeah. so happy. You know what's crazy is it didn't even look like he hit him that hard to me. It was the weirdest. I could not believe. Yeah, how, it looked fake. How sleepy he <clears throat> was versus how much effort Anderson put in. I think it was fake. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, no, I think Tito got the shit punched out. Because Tito bro. was real life sleep. <laughs> And that shot didn't look super hard, but also know, Tito looked like he was throwing some pretty shitty shots leading up to that too. Like that body Tito work he was, doing. he was going for it though. <laughs> hey, box, let's nigga. give him some credit. He was going. He was for going it. for it. I'm just saying it was like, like it was sad. He was sad for sure. It was sad. That body work was like with zero conviction. It was less sad than Holyfield uh, Belfort though. That is correct, dude. <laughs> By a long margin, yeah, dude. So. Shout out to the ref though for stopping that bitch early. Shout out to the ref for stopping so I didn't early. Have to see fucking Evander laid up still. Yeah. Shout out to whoever decided to cancel this Riddick bow nonsense. Thank God. Mm. Thank I you. also just found out, thanks to these gentlemen, that he was fighting Lamar Odom. <laughs> Nick thought we were fucking liars. I thought I legitimately thought you were kidding. Why would I pick Lamar Odom, bro? I don't <laughs> know. Because it's funny. It's it funny. Is funny. It is kind of funny. But like that's not the pull I would make. <clears throat> I would make a different one. I would yeah. be like, I would say like Will Smith. That's yeah. why it's so perfect, though. That's true. That's you know, good pulls. Will Smith's weird. not believe. Will Smith wouldn't do that. I don't know, man. Never. Bro, Will Smith's so rich. Bro, after Jada cheated on him, he was like skydiving and shit. His YouTube channel is. <laughs> I, I think he would box somebody, but I don't think August he would Alcina. box. That's what we need to box. He would box August <laughs> Alcina. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you told me that was on the undercard, then I would have said, yeah, probably. Yeah, boy, I want that. I want that bad. I do too. This podcast is going to be on E. <laughs> Bro, you could put Scotty Pippen versus Future on that bitch too. Let's go. Oh, no. You could put a whole bunch of niggas versus Future on No, that. you know what? Even better. Russell Wilson Future. Future versus all his baby mamas. That's what it really would be. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. Uh, <clears throat> so what's next for Triller? I hope they go bankrupt. And They're doing the, the Tiafomo Tia Lopez thing at some point, right? <laughs> Tiafomo's name real weird, bro. So, <clears throat> Dude, is he ever going to fight again? I can't stop coughing. Yes. Supposedly. Can you some water, please? Um, I got you, champ. Who are boy? Uh, supposedly Tommy Fury. Uh, has not accepted the terms of the bout from Jake Paul. Oh, Jake well, I didn't shit. even know there were. Jacob Jake was said, talking. He said, I have offered you a million dollars, which is four times more than you've ever been paid to fight me, and y'all over there silent. Jake Paul said he hearing crickets. That's crazy, dude. That's not true, but it is crazy. I swear <laughs> on my life. When I read that headline, I was like. Bro, did you watch the video? No, I didn't. Oh, it's a, Jake was talking his shit. I like how Triller I, is now just synonymous with nonsense boxing. Well, dude, like, even though it's on Vitor the, was like calling out goddamn Jake, I know like that's thirty million all, and I was like, 
Negative. Damn. Dude, they were just saying stuff. Yeah, well, just dude, who the fuck was that drunk guy like talking? Was yeah, that like a who CEO? Was that? I don't know. Because if so, that's bad. <laughs> They're bad. Uh, it's a tough scene. Um, yeah. Tommy better <clears throat> he better sign the bout agreement, dog. Yeah, I agree. He he's signing. He looking kind of bad right now. Yeah, he, he is in fact looking like yeah. a hoe right now. Uh. Okay, well, did you guys know Triller was an app? I didn't even know it was an app until, like, very recently. It's no. like a social media app. What's the Really? Yeah. What do they do? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, really. Is it, like, I'm not going Twitter? Is it, like, it Facebook? Works. What yeah, is it like? I, it's, I, I looked at it for about two seconds. It looks more like Twitter. Okay. Huh. Is it as censored as Twitter? I'd assume not. I was like, can you shit It's probably, like, Triller? kind of right-wing Twitter. I don't know, really. This is not a journalism podcast. I just want I'm to, just saying things. I just want to know if I can shit post. That's. I think probably. Check it out. <clears throat> it's probably bad, which is why you probably don't know what it is. True. Um, okay. Uh, Condit, Benavidez, both retiring. Mm. Kind of sad days. I was very sad. I'm happy. But. Well, happy they, and sad. They ran a really cool promo for Carlos Condit, recapping his career, which I thought was excellent. Did not do the same for Joe B, which shocked me. Wow. Didn't they? Which leads me to believe that Joe B's retirement was unexpected. <clears throat> yeah, I think you're right. Well, because he he didn't actually announce it. The UFC yeah. just announced that he was, or he just was taken out of the rankings. Yeah. He was taken out of the testing pool. And that. Yeah. So I think his retirement was yeah. not known ahead of time, because if it had been, they would have made him a promo reel too, right? Like, I would assume. And no, I'm sure they'll, they'll cut him something for like, did probably for this. Yeah, there's no way that they like dislike Joseph Benavides. Right. At least I no, hope no, not. No, no, no. Um. Anyways, here's a hot take for you. It shouldn't be hot. Carlos Khan did beat Robbie Lawler. Yeah, I thought he did. He did beat Robbie Lawler. Yeah. Okay. He should have, in fact, been the undisputed Thank UFC you. welterweight champion. He is in yeah. my mind. Cool. All right, we're on the same page. Um, Helwani, uh, about a week and a half ago, probably now announced. Um. I think it was only him that knew anything about this, which was crazy. Heel Wani. He's he the, was the only source about this. investor. This new MMA promotion called the World Fight League. That's why I <clears> so I'm going to read a few things. So according to sources, a number of influential industry individuals have come together to create a new MMA league that is structured more like the NBA slash NHL slash NFL rather than typical MMA. A uh, new league would include athlete association that implements a CBA with 50-50 revenue share Guaranteed contracts, health insurance, career-ending injury. Or I just put the word injury in there. It's not even in there. I knew what it meant. <laughs> career-ending insurance uh, and a pension plan. plan uh, is to announce the venture in coming days, hoping to launch in 2023. Uh, structured as a nonprofit where independent franchise owners will roster a team of athletes signed from free agency or via the league entry draft. Each team will compete in home and away competitions in a traditional league format vying for a playoff spot. With the first pick, the black <laughs> delegation selects Francis Ngannou. The owner <laughs> and athletes are governed by the league bylaws and collective bargaining agreement, which is enforced by the commissioner and board of governors. There's the logo. Have you guys seen the logo? No. Dude. This looks like a dog shit. It's kind of, I think it's kind of cool. It looks like the fucking new NFL. UFC belts. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it does look <laughs> a lot like the new UFC belt. <laughs> the belts are I fucking think it's, whack, I think it's by all the right. way. The old belts are way better. Uh, okay, it gets weirder. 
So made up of several former slash current professional athletes from NBA, NB, NFL, MMA, including multiple MMA world champions, five former respected MMA promoters. I don't even know who that could possibly be. Former MMA executives and matchmakers, actors and recording artists. Uh, according to sources, the WFL has been in the works since 2020, and the nonprofit was established May 3rd, 2021. Then it just continues to get more strange. So the league will consist of four conferences, mm-hmm. North America, South America, Europe slash Africa, and then Asia slash Oceania. Uh, each conference will consist of no less than eight and no more than 24 teams. So these teams are enormous. Each team rosters 24 athletes, comprising of three athletes per weight class. Launching in North America first, however, the framework is in place for a true world league. All right, so we're going to do a little math here real quick. Okay. Because we set a maximum of 24 teams per region. What up, D? You're good. You can come out. Maximum of 24 athletes, right? Yeah. All right. And it's currently four regions. Uh, Yeah. So we're talking about a maximum possible roster size of 2,304 fighters. I hate it here. I mean, this doesn't even make any sense, dude. So the obvious question for me becomes, <laughs> what are you going to do about champions? Yeah. Because you're going to I don't have, think that even matters anymore. I gonna, think it's just a team competition now. You're going to have people winning their individual, like, region, right? Yeah. And then they're going to be having a belt, and then they're going to have to fight somebody from the other region for like the main belt for their weight, right? Yeah. I don't. I don't think they. I and don't think like, that even matters. And no. then like the team, I with think the it's most like team wrestling. No, nah, I think it's like team wrestling, where it's just like you just you're just taking yeah. on the person in your weight class. But like even teams in wrestling needs to have champions though. Like you can still win an individual championship yeah, that's on true. a wrestling that's team. That's true. Yeah. Like, it's just very confusing. I don't Yo, know. Imagine if the UFC fully integrated. Dude, that Nigerian team with Sadiq, Izzy, and fucking Usman. <laughs> Champs. <laughs> the African region looks yeah, yeah, strong African right region now. Is Champs. Strong. It's pretty strong. So and fucking though. being captain by Mike Perry. Boy. Bro, boy, captain Mike Perry, though, let's go. Why uh, is... But the thing is, I don't think, I mean, you don't, you're not representing that. Region. I think no, that's just where you live. You're representing your team, which is based in Yeah. That region. So you could be anywhere. Bet you them niggas gonna go to Nigeria though. Maybe I. And I, then like, I don't know how this. This is, just seems highly unlikely, right? I was gonna say, and then that's another thing, right? Like, so it's complicated. Your region. It's, it's too, there's there's not, not many fighters, right? The region that your team belongs to has to be where your gym is, right? Or where your gyms are close to located. I guess. Like yeah. the Midwest could probably be a region, and there yeah. could probably be many fighters in between, like Kansas and Illinois, and in between, like. North Dakota and I don't know, fucking Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Sure, yeah. That could be a region that has like maybe one or two teams in it, right? Yeah. And then just anybody from any gym in that area is on the teams, and they just like fight all the time. Stinky. I don't know, dude. I don't get it. It's just like a bizarre <laughs> proposition. It's like they're gonna take all of the regional MMA fighters and put them on a team. Yeah, that's my thought. Is like, is the plan for this to be like almost like an amateur type of thing? Well, because like it has to be regional at least for some of the fighters, right? Because 
you're going to have to go pretty far up in skill before those guys can afford to move to a different region to train. Well, yeah, and you need 2,000 fighters. Well, that's only if it's the maximum amount of teams in each region, right? That was assuming yeah. that you're talking about 24 teams with 24 fighters in each region. Okay. So that's yeah. the maximum. They'll probably start with probably 200. <laughs> like, how many teams are they really going to have for their expansion? I don't like, know. I doubt they'll be able to furnish a. I think it said they league. had four teams already or something. Yeah. Okay. But so. like, how's that even possible? Like, if guys are under contract with the UFC, so they're telling me that none of them are UFC fighters. No, they could all be contender series quality guys. This is guys. fake, dude. <laughs> this is fake, right? Dude, it was probably the weed talking, but I like brought up my idea to Jetta and Ariane, and I was like, "Yo, the shit's launching in 2023." Oh, here we go. This Connor's is got two fights left on his UFC contract, and he's not going to come back to 2022. What if he fights his two fights and then fucking does this? What if he's one of like the fucking guys behind it? Because he's always been talking about, well, I've got some big things in terms of like MMA Yeah, it's possible. Coming. And he's I, always wanted an ownership stake in the UFC for renegotiating his contract. He's yeah, probably got like possible. fucking Jerry Jones. He was down with fucking Jerry Jones at the Cowboys game this week. Mm. So like, yeah. oh shit, And dog. they gave him a customized proper 12 jersey. I just don't see how it's... I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know. So I highly doubt that they will be furnishing the maximum amount of teams ever. Yeah. And yeah. I also highly doubt that they will be furnishing full teams really yeah. that often. Probably. I just, the only regions that will even get close are North and South America. Yeah. Like, I just don't see, maybe Oceania, but I just don't see a lot of places being able to furnish that many fighters, dude. That's a fuck ton. Yeah, it's a lot. 24 teams with 24 fighters each. A lot, dude. Yeah. What's yep, the UFC's yep, yep, current yep, yep, roster? Yep. Like twelve hundred, fifteen hundred? Is it? That was like. I don't know. I'm not genuinely like, asking. I don't. I'm not even sure. Let's see if we have the technology. Let's see if we can find out. Oh uh, yeah, I guess I could just Google it. I have a computer in front of me. Roster. Seven hundred twenty-four. Seven hundred twenty-four. So. Th- Fucking three times that is what the maximum league size is. Christ. Could you imagine? It's going to be a fucking Hydra. It would be impossible to coordinate in a reasonable way. Yep. I appreciate the Hydra reference. Yeah. Yeah. Hell Hydra. (laughs) So I Um, don't know. It sounds bizarre and interesting to say the least, but uh, I don't really know how plausible it is. Fuck it, dude. And I was interested in PFL when they brought it out. And I was like, how the fuck's that going to work? So I'm still interested in this, too. I just think I, it's weird. Yeah, and Fuck it's not it. like PFL's been a failure. No. I've watched it a few times. I thought it was okay. PFL's the format's kind of cool, and they've had a few seasons. So I assume they're probably maybe making money or close mm-hmm. to it. They're on ESPN, so they're making Yeah, they got to be making, making some money. money. Yeah. yeah. I'm just having a hard time imagining they can furnish all these benefits for fighters with, like, mid-range guys in the same way that PFL has. Yeah, I get has. what you mean. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be a challenge. Weird. We'll see. But I hope it works. Yeah, I'd love to see Stay fighters make for. Uh, yeah, I'd, say I'd love to see fighters make a fifty percent revenue share. God. Yeah, no doubt. Everything on the top part sounded great. Yeah, it's when we get to the bottom part that I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck's Shit going gets on?" A little funky. <laughs> Wait a minute. Huh. All right. Um, let's talk about last week's card a little bit. Um, there were some okay prelim fights. Thought uh, Rongju, Brandon Jenkins was kind of fun. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like Carlson Rongju. Harris looked good. Impa Kasong and I did not look good at 170. Yeah, he was knocked out. I mean, he looked he looked effective. You know, we talked about kind of his punching form as a little 
unorthodox, but man was finding the target. Oh, Carlson? Yeah. <laughs> Carlson, Carlson's good, man. He's going to be a problem. I mean, he knocked people out before he got to the UFC, and he got here, and he started knocking people out. So I feel it. Um, main card, let's see. Uh, Gravely Manus was pretty insane. It was a great fight. Pretty insane. Scrap. Uh, Gravely was kind of in control of the fight, mm-hmm. I would say, and and you could maybe even say had a stoppage at the end of the first round, depending on who the ref is. Yeah, I was high on Gravely because of his last fight. I can't remember yeah. who he fought, but it was just uh, Anthony Burchak. Yeah, Burchak. Yeah, Burchak. yeah, Burchak. yeah. It was just yeah. A yeah. great performance, and I was like, oh, man, I like this guy. So I was super excited to see him fight again, and he had a little trouble finding the range in the first like minute and a half, and then he kind of took over for the mm-hmm. rest of the round. Yeah, knocked him down, hurt him super bad. Um, and then was doing well in the second round and then yeah. just got clipped. Man. Was teeing off. Got clipped. It looked like it was close to the beginning of the end. I mean, the other way. And yeah, well, I mean, tables turned. Somebody smashes a right hook perfectly into your face. Bad thing. It's happen. a good shot. It's crazy. He, he knocked him out with the same shot that he almost got knocked out with. Yeah. Life crazy. comes full circle, doesn't it? It does. Crazy. Uh, I think, honestly, both guys' stocks raised pretty substantially in that fight. I don't think Gravely's stock dropped at all. No. I still am really excited to see him fight. Me too. Uh, but he's now super I'm fun. Also excited to see Magnus fight because he too. was. Uh, his punches were real straight, real clean. He's got a real nice, sharp style. And like so huge. He was fun to watch. Yeah, he's fun. The biggest dude. Holy shit. So much bigger. And Gravely doesn't usually look like small. No. No, because the dude's fucking wide. I generally right? think that wide. was the main problem he was having in the fight is the range was just yeah. brutal. Yeah. So. Uh Yukian <clears throat> beating up Christos Yagos pretty pretty reasonably. Let's see, it was twenty two to one in significant strikes. Mm-hmm. Uh finishes him TKO at two oh nine in the first round. Not the best day of the office for Christos Yagos. Um What's next for Saryukian? I mean, I know he wants that Islam rematch, but he's it's probably not going to happen. Shit. Is he ranked? Yeah, That's he's 14, I believe. Yeah, so he's What's uh, Tiago Moises? Have they fought yet? I don't think so. I don't think so. You do that. That sounds fun. Mm. If Moises is still ranked. Even if he isn't. I mean, he's 14, and I think people still think Moises is good, you know? Yeah. Can you pull up the rankings? I can. I'm just trying to think here. Because I have a na- another name in mind, but I think this dude's going to get a better fight. But I, even then, I don't really mom, love the fight, but mom, like mom, I could see them making mom. this shitty fight. Uh, okay, so Saryukian's now 13. Moises is 15. Fiziz, 14. You can give him Diego <clears throat> Feira. Yeah. That's cool. That's a banger. Yeah. Because you got Brad Riddell's fighting. Is Gregor booked? Dude, Connor's nine. I thought Oof. I thought Brad Riddell had like a really good fight coming up. He's got like a banger scheduled. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. He's uh, he's fighting Ooh. him and Fazeev. Yeah, yeah, Riddell. Yeah, yeah. Riddell's yeah, got like bro. a good yeah. fight. Coming yeah, up. yeah, yeah. We're gonna leave that. We're gonna leave that. Yeah, don't even yeah, think about no. touching that. You no. give uh, Saryukin either Tiago or you give him uh, Diego. I'm cool with it. What about Gregor? I don't give a fuck. Um. No, dude, fucking Marco Madsen wants to fight him. Let's just let them wrestle Ugh, fuck each other. Why? Throw it on, like, a fight night. Dude, that's night. the worst fight cool. ever. Yeah, well, then I can just kick this can down the road. and uh, The better grappler? He's a throw it on a fight night. Throw it on a fight night is, like, the first fight of the main card? And fucking Rancho Cucamonga. That, okay, is yeah. that fight a featured prelim? Probably, I guess. 
fuck. It depends on the card. Because they're good enough to be like at least at the top spot of the prelims. On a good card, even. Unfortunately. Yeah. Like, that fight's not going to be exciting. I'm trying to think if I was to build a card, what the fuck would I put around that? Because, like... Dude, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Who cares? <laughs> like, I, hate I hate this, dude. <laughs> yeah, just do that. Let's just move on. Tell you, fight night on like some Ariane Lipsky beat up Mandy Bum. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, knocked her down a couple times. 87 to 36 significant strikes. Almost stopped her. Um, Lipsky was kind of up and down so far in her career. Yeah. Could she be trending um, more up now I, after I, a good performance? Sure. I hope so. That's yeah. what I want to see, but. We're going to have to see more out of her. Dude, I don't even know who's in that fucking division. Give her like Macy Barber. Yeah, it's, it's just like the one person Ryan knows it. <laughs> I'm like trying to think. I'm like, well, you're not going to give her Caitlyn. Like, you're not going to give her like a top. What's her name? Uh, who just fought? Isn't Molly McCann a 125er? Yeah. Have That's they a pretty good fight. Have I don't think more? so. Let's do that. I it's was pretty just cool. thinking. I don't think they my, fought. Should I look? My fucking girl, Faroe, that enormous 125er, yeah. if okay. she wins, make that fight. That's also a no, they did fight. Oh, they did? Oh, uh, yeah. Molly McCann beat her up. Uh, well. Meatball. She already done, done her thing. See? Yep. Faroe. There it is. Yeah, I like it. If Faroe wins. I'm, I'm with it. That she that. Oh, and then that, that one real big girl, it might be a different weight class, though, who just got her <laughs> fight canceled uh, with the French name. Real lanky striker. Oh, what is her name? And what way? Manio or whatever? Yeah. For, uh, Mario. Ma- yeah, Faroe. Oh, it's Faroe. That's yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's her. It's Faroe. I yeah. thought it was a diff- I thought there was yeah. another one. For it's like, Faroe. Like She's super, Manny super South tall. Yeah. She's huge for the yeah. weight class. And she got the thudders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's dope. Um, you want Kuntalaba beat up Devin Clark pretty bad. Broke his whole jaw issue. What was even happening there? Dude, I don't know. It's like I'm thinking of Macy Chase song. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, uh, yeah, she's pretty good too. That's cool. That's a cool fight. Yeah, she's too big though. She's also tall. Oh, she's a banana. Yeah, she's too big. Yeah. I wasn't sure. That's why I was like, can she fight her? But no, dude, like a chunk of fucking Devin Clark's like bottom teeth were like raised up, dude. It was like gross. Like, Did you see that they uh, they fixed it somehow? How? I don't know. Like before the round started? No, no, no. Like, yeah, he had surgery like a couple days afterwards. And oh. he somehow reset it, put his teeth back in the front. It was bloody as fuck and his gums look swollen, but an orthodontist did some magic. Ugh. Fuck me. That man they wasn't even, Yeah, they wasn't raw. veneers. They wasn't like caps. Those just, were his real teeth somehow put back in place. Man, May's rough, man. Oh, God. Rough. Not like that happens a lot. No. I don't think I've ever seen that before, but... Um, the closest thing is uh, Anthony Smith, right? But that was punches yeah. from ground and pound. And then yeah. uh, I got a deep pull for you. Is uh, Diego Sanchez versus um, I think oh, what was that dude's name? Is it Gamburian? He's like a Manny Gamburian judo guy, or no, Carl Parisian. Yeah, just oh. Carl Parisian. Uh, Diego Carl threw that. Parisian. I forgot about that. Guy. Yeah, Diego threw a knee and a clinch against the fence, and you could actually visibly see Carl's tooth fly out. That's gross. Remember fucking the rumble uppercut against Glover? Yeah, yeah. That his, is shot straight, straight up. Yeah. A singular tooth is bad, but like this is was, it was like it wasn't even his tooth. Like it was gum. Was yeah. like yeah. Gum. I was like this was multiple. Teeth. I hated it. It was Ugh. like three teeth in the front. Just straight. It was horrific, back. dude. Imagine continuing to fight, dude. No one on earth would have would have said a word. If Devin Clark would have been like, nah. Yeah. I want to not no fight one. anymore. 
I've been getting beat up. Not for even 10 the minutes. biggest internet douchebag would have said anything. It was horrific, dude. I can't believe you finished. What an animal. Yeah. Well, he is tough, if nothing else. No doubt. Um, fight started interestingly. Like the fact that the, you know, Kutalov is such a front runner. Yep. And he came out and got taken down immediately. Yep. <laughs> it was just kind of surprising. You know what I mean? Devil landed a couple strikes that were solid yeah. too. Like he had some success early and in then, the fight. And then it just went yes. all down. Which to me says Kutalov is not as like one dimensional as we thought he was. No. I mean, I said it when we were, you guys were pulling your packs and testing yeah. your luck, but. Uh, I think he was fighting like... <laughs> no one's going to know what that means. <laughs> FIFA came out today, motherfuckers. <laughs> it was a good thing. Anyways. But uh, I think he was fighting like if Marvin Vittori wanted to hurt people. Mm-hmm. And so... Me Dude, I, Marvin Vittori. I hope he can get a little streak together because him and Marvin would actually be pretty interesting. Yeah, if Marvin fought like that, I would be a way bigger Marvin. fan. Uh, well, Marvin's huge. Well, that's fucking fun. Marvin's 85, though. They're two yeah. of fivers, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm thinking. No, I was like, fine. dude, he'd be way too big. I still yeah. love that fight. I would love to see Marvin go up to two of I think Marvin could go to two of five. He's huge. Too. Yeah. But um, I don't think Ewan could go down, though. No. Fuck. Fuck. No. <laughs> That's a big dog. That's a big dog. Speaking of big dogs, Anthony Smith, Lionheart. Dude, when that dude has a chip on his back. Shoulder. Shoulder. Back. Chip on his back? Chip on his back. Yeah, I was like, think what the fuck? I assumed you meant the chip, chip is so shoulder. Dude, that, like, <laughs> that is chip on his yo, back. Hilarious. There's literally a the chip on his back. <laughs> dude, there's a He fucking, puts the team on his shoulder. Just just wild. There's this fucking goddamn cornerback for the Cowboys who literally has a Pringles chip, like, tattooed on his back. That's hard. His, his chip. He's like, that's the chip I keep. The chip it's on my pretty back. strange. So that reminds go. me of, and I hated that. It's really funny nice. and corny. It's corny uh, as shit. Anthony Smith beat this man up. Yeah, he did. He did beat up Rance uh, Man. Knocked him down a couple times. Hurt him pretty bad. Smitted him. Span wanted out of That last left hook didn't land though. Well, as uh, they didn't. Span just fell. He was off balance. He fell. That's because he was. He was hurt. He was hurt so hurt. bad. Yeah. yeah. The wind blew him down. Yeah, I was like, his van landed. The oh. man would be. Everyone's a sucker. Yeah, he would have been asleep if that would have landed clean. Everyone's a sucker for a hook, son. And then he would turn the pad and say, throw it again. And, Wham. And that was my dad training me. So Hell yeah. Anthony Smith uh, showed that in this fight, indeed. Everyone's no a sucker for a hook. That left hook was money all fight. Yep. As long as it lasted. Yeah, ran him right into it a few times. And that was all that it took. Uh, got, him, him. got him kind of flattened out. And then he, he, was, good. he was good to go. Yep. He was Ryan, good to go. Ryan was tapping as soon as Anthony's arms were cinched. He knew what was good. Yep. Which is fair enough. Uh, I mean, if I had been knocked down twice and the person has already gotten me flat and their arms are connected, that choke is done. Charge to yep. the game. Seems fairly straightforward, the pathway here. They already made a t-shirt for it. Nice. I, like I think he's fighting Rockage in uh, yep. December. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Anthony said Merry Christmas to me and Rockage yep. is down. So let's get it. I like it. So then, what the fuck does Jiri do? It's weird. Chill. Yeah. Fight the fight. Fight for the belt. Keeps screaming he at the top of his lungs in the forest. <laughs> that man's haunting. Dude. And playing yeah, soccer. I, everybody in the world wants him to fight for the title, dude. And playing yeah, soccer. Apparently, you know? he was having a good time. I was shocked. He's probably so athletic that. Well, dude, not, he not looks that. freakishly. <laughs> but like he's he he's such an odd person. It's weird to see him being normal. Yeah. 
Like just doing normal everyday dude, stuff. He's so fucking intense. Dude. Like he That's lives probably. He, he Your lives shit got all turned in the forest alone, right? To follow the principles of the Book of the Five Rings. Hard. So like the idea that he's just like chilling and playing soccer in the city with people and enjoying himself is just like bizarre to me. <laughs> I agree. Actually. Even though that's like totally normal. Like that's what he should be he's doing. He's for sure ate somebody's heart. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I agree. Um, this week we have UFC 266 and it is a Cracker Jack. Um, we're not going to go through all of the fights. I will in the the gambling pod, so we'll get into more detail. Um, I think let's start with a cracker I jack. I just don't care, sir. It's a cracker jack, bro. I don't know if I like Nick's use of the word cracker jack or your face disliking it more. <laughs> I was like, yo, what the fuck? No, it's a cracker jack, bro. That was, that was an amazing moment. This podcast is brought to you by Hellman's because the mayonnaise is heavy on this one. Blech. That was very uh, do we. Nah, nah. Uh, let's start with Dawkus and Abdurak. Dude, I can't say that dude's last name. It's impossible. Shamil Abdurakim. Um, dude, I can't, dude, I can't even say it. <laughs> I know who this guy even is. He literally just fought in a main event with Curtis Blades. No, nah, I don't think that's right. Oh, fuck, well, that's close. Uh, Jetta, do you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give it my best shot. Oh, shit, okay. I bet Jetta will get it. Probably. I'm going to try, dude. He can say Kebab's name really good. Habib Abdulmanabovich Nur Murhamadov. Wet carrot. <laughs> the only reason I know is because I found that video of him saying his own name and I laughed my ass off. I was like, bro, we're not even close. We say his no. name so wrong. Okay. Shamil Abdurrahimov. That's it. That's, that's what I'd say. Yeah. Ab- Abdurrahimov. There we go. That's the best I can do, bro. If that's not it, I'm sorry. No, I'm pretty sure it's it. Forgive me. Yiddy's uh, Just lost to Blades before that was on a three-fight win streak. It's not uh, a bad loss. Dawkus, three-fight win streak right now, including over Olenek in his last one. Oh, did he sleep? Did he sleep, Alexi? And he beat Porter. That win looks pretty good now. Mm-hmm. Porter's kind of a stud. Thick-ass boys in that fight. Oh, he ring. knocked Porter. He knocked Parker Porter out. I forgot about that. Um, Olenek, he knocked Olenek out. He's knocked out everybody. Like Bangkok ready you know what it is Thutters. And he is straight up Bangkok ready It's fucking <laughs> It's the beautiful. best thing ever <laughs> It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen Yeah this is fun Dude what if Chris Dawkins is as good as he maybe might be in, in Him the versus Tom Aspinall Dope Yeah Dope like Yeah I like that uh, What do we think is going to happen here Chris Is Dawkins going to beat him up? up As long as he doesn't get taken down yeah, Let's see. Who's the best striker? Shamil. Let's see. Curtis Blades. Uh, takedowns. Let's see. Blades took him down five times. He didn't take Tybura down. He took Garlovsky down a couple times. Oh, dude, he's facing pretty good fights. He yeah, took he's Derek good Lewis down four times. Yeah, he's definitely fought good guys. Not being able to take down Curtis Blades or he's Tybura is not bad. Those dudes are actually two of the better hard wrestlers in the down. division. They're hard as fuck to take down. Yeah. Those guys beat people by taking them down. He can take people down, but it's not. It's not like super his main thing. It's not super elite. But bud. cool. He definitely wrestles. I assume he will wrestle in this fight. Oh, he should, because he's gonna get his legs kicked the fuck off. Yeah, Doc's gonna get them leg kicks going early. If he does, he's gonna beat him up. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So I want to see uh, if Doc can stay upright. Because if he does, he probably wins it. Yep. 
Uh, Dan Hooker, Nasrat, Hackbrast. Should be dope. It's, it's weird that Hooker's fighting on the prelims. I feel like he hasn't fought in the prelims. It's weird that Hooker's fighting fucking Nasrat. It's because it's wrong. A little bit, yeah. That he's fighting on the prelims. It's criminal. I mean, he's lost two in a row. Granted, they were to Chandler and Poirier. He's ranked like number eight in your fucking... Thank you. Dude, like, they he's had a, Tony Ferguson on like, the I'm, third fight on a pay-per-view when he was lost like four in a row. I understand okay. that, like, this card is so stacked that him being in this position yeah. on this card makes sense. Right. But in principle, Dan Hooker being on prelims is not okay. Yeah. It's pretty strange. It actually does not sit well with me at all. That said, this is not the easiest fight in the world. No. This as is, much this is as... It, it's a... It's an interesting position because he has nothing to gain by winning and a lot to lose, and it's a very losable fight. Yeah, so this is like a big test for Dan Hooker, honestly. He's lost a few to, like, top, top, like, competition, and so now they're seeing what they can do with him, honestly. Yeah. Right now, he's minus 145. Hack Brass is plus 120. Yeah, we'll find out. That's how good 155 is. Jesus Christ. A guy like Dan Hooker. It's pretty deep. Yeah, I think Dan's got to try to keep him on the outside here. You can hurt Nasrat. Like, you can hit him. Yeah. He's there to be hit for sure. And he's super game. And he's over Hooker's that. a lot bigger. Um, so if he can use this, like he's got three three in, re- three in reach, and it's a six foot to five ten. Nasrat doesn't know what he's five ten to me. And Maybe if, he is. And if we're being fair, Dan Hooker That's really a, didn't even get started in the Michael Chandler fight. Like, it's not like he was getting yeah. smashed. No. Like, he just got caught. Michael Chandler hits very hard. Yep. And that was the end of that. He got yep. dropped by the hardest puncher in the division. Yeah. So. It happens. Yeah. It's a bad loss. Um, like, you don't want to lose that fight, but it's not like, oh, Dan Hooker doesn't have it anymore. Like, well, dude, he yeah. got caught, bro. It happens. Yeah. And then he fucking pushed uh, dust into the goddamn brink. <clears throat> Let's make our uh, no, not really that much research blind picks on these so far. So I'm taking Dawkins for sure in the first one. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That sounds right. Uh, I think I'm taking Hooker in this one. Yeah, I don't pick against Dan Hooker. You know, I want to pick Dan Hooker. Unless it's against Michael Chandler. But I don't know, honestly. Nashrat could definitely knock him out. For sure. It's hard. Because Dan is hittable. Yeah. They're both hittable. So, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know. I'm but going Dan. Fuck it. <sighs> Fine. I'm going to pick Nashrat for controversy. I like it. Uh, Marlon Marais fighting Rob Divishvili. Rob. Uh, let's look at the matchup. So I think this is one of those that if it if it ends in the first half, Marlon probably won. And if it goes past that, it's increasingly less likely that Marlon is going to win. Yeah. So it's probably fair, right? Uh, Marlon Marais by KO in the first round or TKO or Marab via anything. Decision. Yeah. Probably decision. Probably decision. He hasn't finished anybody in the UFC, has he? Or like maybe he's got like one. Maybe one. I, dude, I don't I can't think, think he does. I can't think. So of it's it. probably Marab by decision. He's drowning if, motherfuckers. If Marlon doesn't get a KO, uh, in the first round. he's got. No, he lost by KO to Ricky Simone. But yeah, well, Ricky does got the thudders. Fuck yeah, um, he does. But I could also see him possibly get a TKO in this fight because when Marlon is tired, he is tired. Yeah, like, he gives everything while he's going. And so, hmm. but I think the safest would be Taylor two fights. Marlon Whoa. wins in the first round, and Marab wins any round after that. Marish is uh, plus two hundred. Marab is minus two fifty. So people there's think, money. Yeah, yeah people Marlon. definitely. Yeah, I think there's definitely some value in Marlon, probably specifically by KO. Yeah, 
I don't see him getting a submission, but he could. I mean, he submitted a, a sunset. Yeah, maybe even just stoppage. <laughs> yeah, because he'll choke people sometimes. Yeah, so by stoppage is probably the best, but more than yeah. likely KO. If you want that extra little spice, more than likely Yeah, KO. we'll have to see what the numbers are, but probably yeah. like plus three, three, three seventy five. Um, I'm, I'm actually kind of leaning towards Marlon for some reason. I just am not sold on Marab just yet. If he can win this fight, I'll be definitely more sold on him. But up to this point, like I think he's good, but I just I'm not sure he's as good as Marlon is. And like even odds aside, I just kind of think Marlon's going to win the fight. I want Marlon to win. I yeah. like him way more of the two fighters, but Marab is kind of a bad matchup for him stylistically. Not the best. This is the type of thing that he loses to. Yeah. Guy with a big gas tank, wrestling, forward pressure. Yeah, terrible. And. You know, no, he's not Henry Cejudo, but Marlon did everything right against Henry Cejudo and still lost. Thanks. So, yep, yep, it's yep. a tough style matchup for him. I don't know if he can overcome it. I want to see him win. I want to be wrong, but yeah. if I was going to bet my money, I would pick Marab. Marab, you too. Yeah, dog, and I'm fucking pissed about it. Yeah, I feel it's it. just, eh, just another like high volume wrestle guy. Cool. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Kinda. Uh, Andrade taking on Anthony Calvillo. This fight's interesting as shit. Yeah, it's it's a really important fight for Calvillo. I don't think it's really that important for Andrade. I agree. Um, I think she's kind of in the same boat, yeah. kind of no matter what. Yeah, that matter. said, she'll get up for it. She's a gamer. Yeah, she's uh, she's a little pit bull, uh, and I think she's going to win the fight. Um, but yeah, both coming off losses. Uh, Kelvio lost to Chikagian. And then, of course, Andrade lost to Shevchenko. Chikagian tuned her up, right? That yeah. was the fight where Chikagian looked really good. Yeah, she did look really good. Yeah. Cool. I, had to, good. I had to shut up. Give yeah, her a man, praise. I don't think wrestling will be a factor in like this. Kind of. Oh, man. All the porn. Kind of and kind of not. So, like. Dude, that was so weird. Was so I was like, funny. what are they talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro, go hey, look at her fucking Twitter, bro. She she got, wild, it got hacked dude. forever ago. All She's BBC like, porn, like dog. I like. I was like, so weird. But um, Lauren Murphy commented on it, too. She was like, hey, man, however you want to cut weight, I was dying. I was like, all right, so Lauren's <laughs> funny. <laughs> that good. is pretty funny. But uh, so I don't think wrestling will be a huge deal. Jessica's trying to come forward and swing and bang. She yeah. will wrestle. And Cynthia will switch to wrestling if she needs to, but since moving up to 125, she seemed less effective with that, and she's kind of like okay. a clinch-and-trip type person, Yeah, which Valentina executed excellently against Jessica, but her technique was sublime, and I don't think Cynthia's on the same level, I think. Yeah. I think Jessica will be able to out-muscle her. I think Jessica just, they kind of do the same stuff, but Jessica just does it a little bit more and a little bit better. Yeah, she's more explosive, Yeah, I would say, and then I would say that Cynthia's probably... More active with movement and a little cleaner. Yeah, but that's like, probably true. But I would, lands less. Yeah, I would argue. Yeah, she's one of those types who's mostly busy with movement and not yeah. with punching. Yeah. And Jessica's going to be busy with punching. And so I just don't know that. I don't know that anything Cynthia will do will get her out of the way. I think she's going to get hit a lot. And I mean, Jessica's just good at making it ugly. Yeah. And that's when she's at her best is when she's turned the fight into a prison brawl. Indeed. So it all sounds like we're picking Jessica. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Without question. I don't have a choice. You knew I was picking Jessica. Nah, no. <laughs> without question. Without question. Um, I'm curious what the odds are now that we're talking about it. I'll be holding my flag, chilling, watching. Andrade minus 265. So. Sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Blades, Rose and Strike. This is an interesting one because these guys are like firmly supplanted in like the B, cl- like 
just below, just second tier heavyweight fighters, but still kind of important. I feel like just kind of for like how they're perceived. Um, Neither of them, both of them got a lot of work to do to get back to a title shot, but this would be a very relevant first step for either and kind of a, a, an important loss maybe for either as well. Yeah, I could see that. It's kind of a, only one of us is going to be able to remain relevant to the title picture. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I agree. That said, I this is a hard one, man. Of all of the fights on this card, this one and then probably Diaz and Lawler for obvious reasons are the two kind of hardest to call. Right. Bless you. Um, just because you don't really know what Rosenstrike's going to do, for one thing, because he just is weird. <laughs> just does weird things. Uh Blades will kind of do weird things from time to time, too, and, like, not wrestle when he should and then wrestle when he shouldn't. Yeah. I don't know, man. So, um, Cyril is what people say Jarzinho is. Yeah. He's, like, the technical guy who's a good counter-striker, but who can also apply scary forward pressure. My champion. And I get really tired (laughs) of hearing people talk about Rosenstrike being this fantastic counter-striker, because when I watch him fight, that is not what I see. No. He definitely picks his opportunities well in terms of when to enter, but like he's not trying to counter the shot they're throwing. No. Like he's just trying to throw his shot at a moment he thinks it's gonna work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Rosenstrike is not saying, All right, I'm gonna slip to the side and I'm gonna throw the hook to get over that jab. No. He's saying, Now's the time to throw the hook. Yeah. And so like I don't I don't really like that they're describing this like super high IQ fight style to him. Like he does some things at a high IQ level, but it's not it's not a lot of like traditional. It's his leg kicks. Those are yeah. always really well timed and it's placed a, in a proper. Yeah, slot. and it's a lot of like pacing shit. I think, which is what makes him elite. Which is all also makes him kind of boring. Um, but he is good at making you do what he wants to do, and I think that's what's important for him to do in this fight, yeah. because if he. If he if Blades just fucking bum rushes him, like that's probably gonna work most of the time. Yeah, I mean, so like you said, he's good at slowing other guys down yeah. and making them fight at his pace, and then when he does, he generally wins. Yeah. But anybody who can increase the pace of the fight and not get chin checked beats Jarzinho. Yeah. So um Yeah. The key is just entering and not getting Curtis can do that with out. wrestling. Yeah. But he can only do that for a very limited amount of time kickboxing. If Curtis Blaze tries to kickbox with Jarzinho the same way he tried to kickbox with Derek Lewis, he's going to get knocked out again. Yeah. Curtis getting laid up stiff on Saturday, dog. He might. Stiff. I think, here's here's how I feel about it, is if this was a 25-minute fight, I would almost definitely agree with that. But because it's a 15-minute fight, I think it's just a short enough period of time that Curtis cannot make a mistake. Super hot take, because... Of what I've already said about Jarzinho, I think that Derek Lewis is actually a better counter striker than him. In a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. I think Derek Lewis is better at baiting guys into the shot he wants to land. And so I don't think he's going to have the same success hitting Curtis. Yeah. I get what you mean. Interesting. Rosenstrike's pace on the feet isn't as bad as you would think it would be. He lands 3.15, absorbs 3.2 cents, which is not like crazy. But. It's, I mean, it's better than Blades on the feet for sure. Oh, yes. Better than his pace. Well, I don't know what it well, is for Curtis. Well, Curtis actually lands more. I don't know what it is for Curtis, man. It's hit way less. I'm just, like, scared of his striking at all times. Whenever I see it, it just, he still looks like he's doing something that's foreign. Yeah. 
He's his jab's gotten a lot better over the years, but yeah, he's got the jab. Yeah, it's fairly rudimentary still. Um, I think I'm taking Curtis Blades. Yeah, me too. I think Curtis should win this fight. Me and Ashy Nipples riding again. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler running it back. I think I heard 18 years ago, 17 years ago was the first That's time they saw some stupid number. Yeah, it's like it's got to be the largest gap between a rematch, right? Ever. This is such an interesting fight. I was thinking I was about this while old. I was driving today, because. Eight. The, this is an interesting one because it's like an old guy fight, but it's not an old guy fight necessarily. Like, I don't think it will look like an old guy fight. I think it will look like two guys that are that are definitely not necessarily in their prime of their prime, but I think it will still look like elite MMA. So Do I you guys believe, think I'm wrong about that? No, because I, I think they're elite fighters. I believe the word we're looking for here is in the twilight of their I career. mean, are they elite fighters at this point, though? Well, I'm just saying, like, in terms of technique. Like, I, Yeah, I in terms of technique. Yeah, that's why I think it's going to look like a good fight. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I've got a problem with saying they're elite. At this point in time. Yeah. I think that Robbie Lawler can beat most fighters at welterweight. Still I don't at this know. Point. Dude, he's lost four in a row. Yeah, but against who? Dos Anjos, Ben Askren, he, Colby. He blew out his knee against uh, RDA. Yeah. Yeah, but... I mean, fucking Neil Magny took his soul. And then Magny. Neil no, Magny beat the shit out of him. Now, Neil Magny is a rough loss. I'm it's not, not great. I'm not saying Neil Magny's bad, but... The first four, there ain't no hoes on that list. That's like here's the, here's that's like the four fight skid Tyron went on. Who did he lose to? Yeah, but nobody says Tyron's elite. You kind of made my point. For me. Tyron is though, right well, now well, he was. I mean, I guess for sure was, now, and so for sure was he. But but to my point is actually kind of what you're saying, which is that like he still feels like he could actually beat some guys that are relevant. Tyron Woodley doesn't feel like he could beat anybody that's relevant. No, you know what I mean. That's Just to put to those fight, two together. That's why you're trying to fight Jake Paul. Again, yeah, I mean, he's trying to fight Jake Paul. He, paid, it it, he Jake. got paid two million base. He bro. didn't. He didn't get the tattoo, dog. Well, apparently he said he was waiting up all night, fucking like calling them, trying to get the bitch to come tattoo him. I don't know. I don't care. I don't really. Yeah, I don't why. care either. I'm <laughs> over it. Yeah, so cool. I'm so. Over you have more information about that than I yeah, thought. Like, there I saw that because like he fucking like said something about it. And I was like, that's funny. Okay, I was let's really talk about this sick no. actual. I was fight. really glad he didn't bring this up on like the UFC broadcast this past fucking weekend when he was working the desk and I was like bro this nigga's gonna fucking bring this up I can't believe up. the UFC brought him back on the broadcast after that clown he's show great analyst though. he's okay yeah, yeah he's pretty good like him, he's so. okay he wears nice suits that he delivers information crazy. in an interesting way um okay so back to real fighting this fight I think is gonna be interesting I, I really don't know what's gonna happen and the first fight didn't give us a ton of information, and also it was 17 years ago. So, man, I guess it depends on uh, what Nick Diaz is like these days because Robbie still kind of loses to what he does. Volume, strong forward pressure. Yeah. Um, a guy who's really, really offensive. Like, that seems to be pretty pretty tough for Robbie to overcome at times. Yeah. So, uh, but Robbie's rounded out a lot since then, obviously. Like, he's had a ton of skills. He's knocked yeah. a ton of guys out. He's been champion. He's done a lot since they fought. So much. Um, but as did Nick. He beat up a ton of guys, submitted a lot of them, and he was also a champion. So It's just crazy that... They've had kind of a similar career trajectory, truthfully. They even minus both, the six-year gap, yeah. yeah. They were even both in strike force, hilariously. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, man. I think, uh, I think we're in for a good fight. Like you said, I think it's still going to be high-level MMA. Yeah, I guess not elite, but high level is what I should be saying. Man, Nick Diaz was on a fucking tear there for a while. He's beating he? the shit out of everybody, bro. He, submit, he submitted Takanori Gomi while he was high. Right. 
With a Goga Plata. Uh, that was gangster. Shit stank. KJ Noons. I forgot about that KJ Noons. He didn't just fail for marijuana, dog. He failed so badly, they were like, he was high in the ring. He had to be. Nigga smoked a bleeze. You know what? I whooped that nigga ass. Yes. Dog. Yes. That's exactly what happened. Diaz Army, nigga. You know what it is. That's gangster. The metal militia t shirts. Shit was hard. Dude, there's uh, so, so many stats for Nick Diaz fights, man. We have so much Nick Diaz data. I'm going to dig into You know what's crazy, though? Is like, awesome. Even when he was fighting, he wasn't like crazy active. So I'm like, no. maybe twice a year. Uh, I mean, it depends on how far back you want to go. Like, if you go 2011, he fought three times. 2010, he fought one, two, three times. 2009, yep. he fought twice. 2008, Jesus three Christ. times. 2007, four times. Okay, 2006. Like 2000. Okay, okay. But what about after that? Like before pre UFC? That's yeah, all but this was like shit. still part of his prime, kind of. Yeah, was it? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, because I would say well, by the time he's 38 or thirty six, right? So what was that two thousand somewhere in there? Because I would argue he was in his prime until he fought Anderson. Post Anderson is the end of his prime. I think like the so like the GSP Condit fucking Anderson was the shit. last fight. Was his last fight? Yeah. Yeah. Anderson was his last one. He lost to GSP before that and Connor before that. Yep. He fought both of them. GSP that. was scared. He didn't want that. Where you at, George? <laughs> Took her down nine times. I feel it. I would have so done bad. the same. I 100% <laughs> would have done him the same. up a bunch. Well, you know, it was actually kind of a brave game plan from George because I believe yeah. that both of the Diaz brothers have a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu under one oh, yeah. Caesar Gracie. Yeah, they're yeah, cold. The and too. from what I hear... Mr. Gracie is pretty good at teaching jujitsu. It's the word. It's all. It's the word. Man, they fucking train with goddamn Jake Shields. And George took him down, and the dude's head is so big. Beat him up, and held him there. And George started training with the John Donaher at that time. Yeah, because he started training with John when he fought uh, Jake Shields. Mm-hmm. Interesting. They like rubbed their bald heads against each other. Who are you guys picking, Nick? Yeah, I think Nick. I think for nostalgic purposes, for style matchup purposes, for me. Yeah, it's just the it's the same type of fighter we've seen Robbie lose to several times in a row. I just want to see Nick win because then I get to see the entire welterweight division start twerking. For R- Nick Diaz. Yeah, for sure. Right. RDA, Neil Magny, Colby Covington, all the exact same fighter dog. Forward pressure. Yeah, Ben Askren. Forward pressure. Kind of. I mean, you're not wrong, but like, dude got dumped on his head immediately. I feel like the biggest difference, though, is like athleticism. Like, Nick's not like the best athlete in the world. And he hasn't fought for five years, and he's 38. My biggest concern is that, like you said, he hasn't fought for forever, and they had to move the weight up. Yeah. That's kind of weird. That's bad for Nick. I don't think that's bad for Robbie at all. That's a bad sign for Nick. Yeah, I tend to agree. It's not ideal. When three days before the fight, hey, we're moving this up to 85 now. Yeah. What the fuck do you mean? But I also think that Nick Diaz is going to come in in great shape, and he's going to come in tough as nails, and he's going to do what the Diaz brothers always do, and that's get hit a lot and hit the other person a lot until they quit. And I think that there's a good chance that'll happen. Is it a five-round fight? Yeah. Is it really? I think so, yeah. And I think we're going to get treated to some, I'm Maybe not surprised, motherfuckers. I'm like pretty sure it is. To your uh, interviewing. I don't know. It doesn't say on here. You know what fight they'll end up making? Nick versus fucking Horham. That's sick. Yeah, that's it's a fantastic dope. fight. That should have been his that's comeback fight. Sick. That's Duke. what we should be watching now. I mean, that might have been a little too much for him right away. You know what I mean? But it's tight, though. It is tight, but if he beats the shit out of Robbie, and then he's like, 
I'm gonna fuck you up, Jorge. <laughs> I mean, that's tight. Fuck too. you, bro. <laughs> that's tight too. You fucked up my brother. I want that. I like that how Nick sounds like. Yeah, yes. I like how <laughs> he's Vato. He's more Mexican. <laughs> you fucked up my brother, and he does this with his mouth. Look at my mouth. You fucked up my brother. Looks like he's gonna suck dick. Yeah, it looks like his mouth's shaped like a butthole. Is he wearing a long sleeve flannel shirt, even though it's Probably. 95 degrees in Los Angeles? Yes. Probably. <laughs> Los Angeles with khaki shorts. Excuse on. me, Los Angeles. Yeah, I said Vato dog. Los Angeles. Hmm. I'm, I'm not he's going back on that. Pretty sure he's in Stockton. Pretty sure in the 209. Uh, I'm picking Robbie Lawler because you're the, the layoff. Just seems like a lot. I hope Nick wins. I think it's cooler. Fuck yeah, dog. Because all he was getting ready to start sucking Nick this week, saying. He would fight Usman if he won. That's the stupidest thing I've ever was like, come on, bro. I would love to see that. Dude, fight. you know they'll Fuck. make it. I would love to see that. They'll fight. make it, and then like somehow Nick will win. And yes. <laughs> and then you know who comes Connor up? Connor fights him. No. <laughs> Fuck that. You want the Off the bench. Oh, God. If Nick Diaz comes out of retirement and beats Robbie Lawler, and then beats Kamaru Usman, He's the greatest welterweight of all time. Oh, for yeah, sure. I'm yeah. Even, I'm for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear fucking shit about George, dog. I don't want to hear sure. a fucking word. That 100%. would be incredible. That would be crazy. Six fucking years off. It's almost definitely not going to happen. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko, Lauren Murphy. Speaking of things, they're almost definitely not going to happen. <laughs> Valentina Shevchenko winning. Oh, no, that's God. definitely going to happen. Yeah, no, she's my, she's my pal for pal one. Yeah, she'll probably win. Um, what do we got for odds? Uh, crazy. It's gonna be really bad for Lauren Murphy. It's Probably like some minus fifteen hun. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it's gonna be bad. Plus seven fifty. Okay. Well, I was gonna say plus eight hundred. So I was close. Fucking va- oh, I guess you throw five bucks on Lauren. Yeah, Is there dude. a path? There's not really even a path here, right? Oh, uh, really, really dominant top control. Yeah, maybe. I don't. Yeah, she has to wrestle. I right? don't believe Lauren Murphy's wrestling is that good. But no. like, what if she's good enough to take her down and control Valentina for three of the five rounds? Yeah, I don't. Jennifer Maya couldn't do it. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think she can. <laughs> but hey, I know that Seems is impossible. her path to victory. Like that's how she wins the fight. That right. is the plan for her team. There's no way they're planning on anything else. They're not planning to go strike with her. No, they're Hell not going to. No. They're not going to push her up against the fence in the clinch. The plan is fucking single leg, spin her down, and stay in half guard. It's, it's got to be. Lauren Murphy's getting fucked up. That's what's going to end up happening. Yeah, she'll probably get stopped. She going to the Daniel Cormier school, bro. Nah, High she, crotch single. Decision. It's going to be up. It could be a decision. She's going to be at AK. Yeah. Um, that's it. As we were saying before the podcast, good job, Lauren Murphy. You got yourself here. You absolutely earned this title shot. Mm-hmm. Excellent work. I think it's Valentino is just that good. Yeah. yeah. She's just, just that good. Great. Nothing you can do. And if you win, holy shit. Holy shit. I'll eat a whole bunch of crow. Yep. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, Brian Ortega. This is a fun one. It's a pretty cool, pretty, pretty cool matchup. Uh, Ortega just keeps looking better and better. Um, the max loss notwithstanding came back and looked better than ever, probably. Sensational. Man, he did. Kind of punch hands yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, probably just about anybody else on earth would have gotten stopped in that fight. Um, yeah, looked excellent. And that was not like a out of nowhere chance on Jung. Like he had fought, what, like three times in a year or something mm-hmm. like that and mm-hmm. won all of them? Yeah, he was really active. That he, If he won that, it was title shot time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably him. Um, and he sure did get hands put on him. So we know kind of what Volkanovsky's been up to. 
he's just decision master, you know, which mm-hmm. is what he does. He's very, very skillful at outpointing you and outmaneuvering you and just being faster and better than you for 25 minutes, man. One of the best ever at it. Yeah, I'll say what he's good at is disrupting other fighters' rhythm. Mm-hmm. That's what his ability is. That's why it's hard to, like, appreciate how good he is. Yeah. Like, that's why it's easy to be like, oh, he didn't actually win that fight. It's like... Even if you think Max won the second fight or even the first fight, the reason why it was such a tough fight is because Volkanovski is very good at doing things that disrupt the other fighter's rhythm yeah. constantly. And, like, that's what's special about him. He just never lets the other fighter get comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. That motherfucker is good. Man. He's really good. What was his last finish? Was it a Chad? Yeah, I think it was Chad Mendes. Yeah. That shit was wild. Because he decisioned Jose, right? Yeah. He beat Jose by decision. He beat um, then he beat Max, those two Max twice by decision. Yep. So, I mean, you know, only beating Jose Aldo and Max Holloway by twice. decision. Oh, man. Guy can't finish anyone. <laughs> those are kind of tough guys to finish. I'm just yeah. saying. No, it's true. It's true. And, like, that shouldn't be the barometer of whether or not somebody is, is good at the sport of MMA. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's a barometer of how maybe commercially viable you are. And I think that's proven to be true about Alexander Volkanovsky. Like, he's not, not to say that he's not, like, interesting, but he's beaten both of the guys that we consider to be the greatest of all time in this division. And, like, most people don't know who he is. And one of them wasn't even a title defense. Yeah. So. You know, it's just one of those things, It's just tough, man. Like, you you kind of pick which one you want, right? Like, do you want to be... Really, really good, and also not safe. I wouldn't say he's safe, but he's, to use Ryan's phrase, incredibly defensively responsible. And Love it's, it. And it's hard to appreciate that. Yeah. Most people prefer offense over defense. Yep. And he is so good at not allowing other fighters' offense to get rolling. I mean, like, in a way, I mean, it's not, like, similar. Eh, it's not entirely similar. It's like, but, like, people have the same criticisms about Cyril for it. Yeah. Where, like, he's... Perfectly fine. I'll get a decision. Mm-hmm. And he's just going to outpoint you. He's going to turn it into a smart kickboxing match. Like a yeah. Who gives a fuck? GSP was decisioning people towards the end of his career. Yeah. And he just was win. Just wrestling the shit out of people. I mean, Usman's like finally starting to sleep people, but like Usman up until the belt, a lot of decisions. Like, dude, it just. Yeah. I mean, happens, and who man. knows? Maybe he has a similar moment with. It's what Usman's going through right now, and he just starts starching Fucking dudes. He everything. definitely has the power to do it because yeah. he was finishing people before that. Yeah, I mean, and just look at them, motherfucker, Goddamn Chad. Yeah, I mean, it's just it genuinely, and he kind of got hurt a little bit. He had a little cut yeah, in that yeah. fight. Like he got dropped. So, too. Yeah, he showed his, mm-hmm. he showed some toughness in that fight. Fought through some adversity. Chad Mendez still looked great. Honestly, mm-hmm. I was kind of shocked. Look he, good. I was shocked he retired. He's gonna go fuck people up with bare knuckle, low dog. He is. That's so. <laughs> Bad. But, yeah, man. Folks, hard to appreciate. I finally understood. You're gonna do it, it once, by the way. <laughs> I finally understood it the other day. I was watching him fight, and I'm like, why can I just not give this man the credit he deserves? Why do I yeah. think Max won, or why do I think Max is better than him? And I was just watching, it and I'm like, he's not letting Max get into his rhythm. And like, to people who are watching, I think that feels like it almost feels cheap in a way. He's it's ruining like, the fun. Yeah, it's like Max isn't rolling, bro. If he was yeah. rolling, he would get you. And it's like. That's why Volk's That's good. Not, yeah. Because Volk is not letting him get rolling. Yeah. That's exactly what's great about him. Yeah. He can stop a guy like Max from getting rolling. Who else can do that? No. Nobody really. Look at what happened to Calvin Cater when Max oh. got rolling. 
Yeah, I got it got bad. Like everyone knows how good he can be when he's doing that. And he got and he went through ten rounds and Max never got rolling. Yeah. Exactly. That's crazy. Ne- never. Bro. Never. Not once. I don't even remember how many rounds I like remember thinking, well, for sure Max won that round. First two rounds in the second fight. And then maybe the fifth round yeah. in the first. So Yeah. Because Max dropped him those first two rounds in the uh, second fight. And then the third fight, or well, the third round in that second fight was like kind of close. Yeah. But I remember watching a live time with you. We both kind of, yeah. like, I think, both against that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I think for the division, it's way more fun if Ortega wins. Way yeah. more fun. It opens yeah. up a path for Max to fucking fight for the belt again. Yeah, is, I mean, it opens up a path for just like anything. Which is what everyone wants. <clears throat> That I think Max fighting again is for the belt is what everybody wants. Yeah. He's just been whooping too much ass. Like, Max is a contender, just ain't right. Yeah. Yeah. Is it wrong? Yeah, I tend to agree. Um, odds wise, right now we're looking at Volks minus 175, Ortega's plus 145. That's crazy. I bet you'll see a lot of late money on Ortega, though. Those are Maybe. Strange. I'm just trying to think of like, what is. I don't see Ortega winning a decision. No, I think he has him. to finish him. Yeah, but that motherfucker is a goddamn finisher. Man, Ortega—he is. <laughs> but I, but I'm like trying to picture like what that would look like. Ortega's new striking is scary, bro. It is significantly better. Significantly. It's, it's wild. If at any point they clinch out, that motherfucker can snatch a goddamn neck up from anywhere. He's one of the few fighters I've ever seen change so much from fight to fight. Yeah, it was like 18 months or whatever. He was laid off for a while, but like, yeah. You watch him fight Max, and then you see him fight Korean Zombie, and it literally looks like two different people. Yeah. And not just because he cut all his hair off. I hope he does that again. That was weird. Bald. You get bald Ortega versus bald Volk. You should shave his eyebrows. It would be wild. Bro, it looked like they were shaved. It, it did kind of. He looked strange. Yeah. Um, I th- think Volkanovski probably outpoints him. Yeah. It's hard for me to pick against Volk at this point. Yeah. Like, once I was really, like... Analyzing him, being like, "Why is this motherfucker so good?" Yeah, like you've got a bunch of reasons why you think that Max should have won. So now it's time to explore the other side of the argument. Why did Volkanovski win? Yeah, and so it's hard to pick against somebody like that who is just not going to let the other person get rolling. Yeah, and who was like known for striking before Ortega was. Yeah, that's true. He's is he he does strike in a different and like less violent way. I think Ortega's striking is more meant to hurt you and yeah, he throws to try to get you out of there. Way worse intentions, which um, I prefer, by the way. Certainly, who doesn't? Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know. Like again, I I I just have a hard time picturing it. But then at the same time, I'm like, Ortega is so so good if he hurts you. Well, and and Vol- Volk has been hurt. Yeah, I'll say, here's the path to victory for Ortega. Volkanovski has been dropped. Yeah. If Ortega drops him, he getting choked. Yeah. Like, he's not going to get up. Here's a question. He's not going to get up easily against Ortega. Have we seen Volkanovski against somebody that he kind of doesn't like? Because he doesn't really like. These two don't like each other a whole lot. I mean, not really. Him and Max kind of had a little bad but blood not the second like fight, but really. I don't think it was like genuine like, not like this. To me, it dislike seemed, for each to other. To me, it seems like all business for Volk most of the time. This right. seems like he doesn't like him very much, and I'm curious if like we'll see maybe him loading up a little bit more on shots. I don't know, dog. He, he, I know Eugene he's Behrman super, super corner, responsible, man. but like... 
Maybe. I've Maybe. seen crazier, dude. I've seen elite fighters do crazy dumb shit. He just goes time out there, and time again. Goes out there and gives us full blown Cody Garbrandt. I don't know. I don't know. I could just see like Volkanovsky and he's asked about it all the time too. The fact that he doesn't finish people. And now he doesn't like this guy that much. And he's been thinking about it. This fight has been like, we've known this fight was going to happen for like a year. Well, ultimate fighter dog. You get a long time to hate each other, dude. I don't know. I'll be interested to see how they act towards each other at weigh-ins. And again, normally I don't even put much stock in that, but with Volkanovsky, it's like, I just haven't seen him annoyed before. And and with a guy that I think he wants to really hurt. And I think it's probably fair to assume he wants to kind of hurt Brian Ortega. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I mean, if this is not the guy, there's not going to be one. Probably not. He's been pretty vocal about not liking him. Yeah. Uh, all right. Make your picks. I'm, I'm going to stay with Volkanovski, but I do think there's some value in Ortega, and I'm going to keep an eye on that line. Volk. I think he gets it done. Volk, third round KO. He's getting him out of there. Get him out of there. That'd be crazy. If you got him out of there, it would be huge for his uh, legacy. I think he needs it, actually, as a champion. He needs to finish. Oh, if he wants to be viewed as a... Which is crazy, right? Because he beat Holloway twice, and people still put Holloway over him. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Volkanovski is better than Max Holloway, period. People don't appreciate what he's good at, dog. It's true. It's true. Nobody gives a fuck if you're good at stopping somebody else's rhythm. So I think that's why a, a finish would be... Yeah, he needs to be big for him. He needs it for sure, especially in a fight like this. Well, it's just a marquee moment as champion, right? Like, yeah, you don't. It happens. It's real life, but you don't want a close decision that people feel like you didn't even win totally. Yeah, right. Like it was controversial to some people. Even you know, I still somewhat feel like Max won the second fight. But if there's any argument at all against the fan favorite champion, like you're going to need a marquee moment other than that. Yep, to be like. I am the champion. Yep. Totally agree. Um, that bald motherfucker getting it. We got some boxing this weekend also. Yusick and Joshua will definitely be tuning in for that. Um, we don't really need to talk about it necessarily. I guess Yusick's uh, a pretty big underdog, but there might be some value there. Yeah. So keep an eye on that line. Motherfucker's technical as shit, though. Hey, AJ looking lean, though, bro. Yeah, he is. This is... He looking mad. Is this lean. the most like violent guy AJ's fought? Probably, right? No. Who's more violent? Pull up AJ's. Uh... God damn it, I can't think of this motherfucker's name. No. Because Usyk used to fuck people up down at Cruiserweight. He's not really fucking people up at heavyweight. Mm. Which I mean, yeah, hasn't like, only had one fight. I think he's had like two or three. Other decisions. Even then, like his last couple Cruiserweight fights were uh, decisions. I believe. He's good, but. Most violent in most violent motherfucker probably be uh I guess he fought Dillian White yeah, forever. I was like, ago. Dillian White's fucking violent, dude. <laughs> that <laughs> sucks though. That motherfucker's violent, bro. But he here to fucking bang. Yeah, but Usyk would beat the shit out of Dillian For White. For sure. Shit. I think Usyk beat the shit out of fucking. Uh... I think he beat the shit out of almost everybody on his list. <laughs> Not him or Andy Ruiz would and be Klitschko fun. at this point. He's Klitsch, Klitschko's Klitschko's a thousand. Like 60. <laughs> yeah, he's hella old, yeah. And he's fucking he's a college professor. Leave him alone. <laughs> no talk, real talk. <laughs> Sixty four and four, dude. That's so many boxing matches. The only reason Crazy Anthony dude. beat him is because he's old. Yeah, because he hurt Anthony Joshua super bad. Yeah. 
punch the shit out that nigga. Like, even four years before that fight happened, Anthony Joshua doesn't beat Klitschko. Which is another reason why fucking hey, good. Anthony Fury. Anthony Fury. Jesus. Why did I say Anthony? I don't know. Had I been talking about... Did I read Joshua. the word Anthony? Oh, Anthony yeah. Joshua. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Joshua Tyson Fury. Fury is so incredibly good. Yeah. He does look like an egg. He, yeah, he does. His head looks like an egg. And he, his brother is so much more attractive than him. It's absurd. I, I mean, nah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Apparently, Tommy's mom was a baddie, bro. I, don't know Dude, I guess. <laughs> she had to be guess. bad as fuck. Who are you guys taking? AJ or... I told you I'm putting money on Usyk. I, yeah. I mean, I think AJ will probably win. I think AJ will be yeah, a little so I, too big for him. I got Anthony. Yeah. He AJ lost the decision. He lost to Reeves, but Reeves was better than people gave him credit. So. Yeah. He didn't look that great in the second Reeves fight either. No. But he's still working. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm still riding with him. Um, I'm going to probably I go know he AJ too, I guess. Off if he fights Deontay, though. Eh, Deontay's not very good. It's a fair I point. know, but he gonna land that fucking right hand. He yeah. might. He, he could. Blow his he, fucking head off. he could. He just. He might. I just never been a fan. I don't think we'll ever see that fight. To be honest, I don't. Know. I don't want to see it. That's what I hate about boxing. We'll never see it. I want to see it. We'll never see it. I don't, I don't even think we'll see. I don't know if we'll see Wilder fight again after Fury. He's old, man. What is he? Like thirty eight. What's he got to fight for again? Dude, he's like thirty four. I thought he was like 38. Maybe 35. Let's look that up. I don't I mean, think he's that old. Even if he's old, 35, dude. like what is he going to fight for? Dude, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Manny Pacquiao was 72 out there fighting against yeah, fucking Yeah, he Lucas. was good still. He running for president. Deontay Wilder was never <laughs> good. He's he 35, 35 now. 35. Yeah. So he'll be, you know, he'll be 36 when they fight. His birthday's in October. He'll be 36 when they fight again. He could be done. Sure. Or... He won't, but yeah, I was like, dude, didn't you like fucking give him like Andy Ruiz or like? Yeah, he can still fight. He's got a bunch of money. He can still make fun. Yeah, I guess. Imagine what he'd do in bare knuckles. The checks are gonna get way smaller though. Jesus Christ, he'll never do bare knuckles. (laughs) He's way too rich. It was just funny. Also, he'd kill someone. (laughs) (laughs) Kill somebody. His hand would probably explode. His hand would explode on somebody's fucking head, dude. Would, oh yeah. my god! Does he win? Is that a TKO for the other guy? Because his hand yeah. is fucking hamburger. If he's still conscious at all, yeah. <laughs> no, dude, because it's just gonna be a stump where that dude's fucking head was. <laughs> like, dude. Oh my god! You what imagine a, getting a fucking shot off Deontay? Not great. I don't want to. We got any other good cards coming up? Um. Oh, this is the past upcoming. Santos Walker oh. is on the second. That's a great fight. I love Mid. that a lot. Uh, Dern Rodriguez is a headliner. Interesting. Oh, now that's a fight. Kenzie Dern uh, about to get tooled Vajeda. up. Tate? Who, what, who is that? Who? Caitlin Vieira versus fucking Misha Tate. Oh, Misha In Tate. the podcast. <sighs> that's a headliner? Really? Uh, oh. then we got uh, Blahovitz Teixeira. What else is on that card? Ushman and Covington T. On Tate uh, Vieira. Mm. What what else is on that card? I just, I need to know for science. Tate and Vajeda. Yeah, what else is on there? Dude, this is this is trending. Holly course. Holm and Norm, Norma Dumont's the co-man. Okay. Okay. All All right, it's Felipe. Oh, okay. Olavsky. <laughs> uh, Andrew Again? Sanchez, Bruno Silva, uh, Marina Moroz, Luana Carolina, Kennedy Nechuik, 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, no, yeah. It's like an afternoon card, too, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Fight that's Island. pretty swag. So it's like... Uh, Dog, I need to know if they're getting paid more, because I'd be hot. I hope so. I don't get pay-per-view points. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, no. Joe the card's... Point. Damn. Yonda's the main card's good. Fuck yeah, dude. Kamzat and the Leech. Wolfgang Tabura. Oh, God, I'm so Dude, happy. Dude, Kamzat and the Leech is like the most violent fight I could possibly think of. Thank you. Dude. <laughs> Thank you. We've been waiting so long so for long. this man to come back. I hope they just they punch each him. other in the face at the exact same time. All right, and then they give him the Leech, bro. It's a good I fight, man. happy as shit, boy. You couldn't have announced the fight that would make me happier. You could have, like, I don't think either of them are ranked right now, and you could have made that a... Fight night. Leech is ranked. Event. Yeah. Leech is ranked, sir. Is Leech ranked? Yeah, 14, dude, 15, 13, 11? I think 13. 13. He punched saying. the fuck out of uh, Ponzinibbio. The dude. fuck out oh, of Oh, yeah. Man, I forgot about that. Dude, the Leech is nice with it, huh? Dude, he's got crazy. <laughs> he's violent, bro. <laughs> he just hits so hard. But then he has he, to do the, the Leech is just Mike Perry, but good. Yeah, he's like the final form of Mike Perry. He is. Mike Perry. And you know what? That makes sense to me, actually. Mike Perry needs to go to China. To he does need to go to form. China. That would make all the sense. Mike Perry needs to go to China. He's already got the oh, no This podcast is over. <laughs>